Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. fun three days and no computer no problem welcome in it's nuanas now espn radio as well as swx montana television maybe you're watching or tuning in somehow some way on the new espn montana app if you don't have the app go get the app espn mt espn montana either those will get you there on your app store it's a great way to stream listen follow along with this show and otherwise colter nuanas coming to you through the northwest motorsport studio uh, if you're watching on the visual element, you see that we uh, have sparkles and balloons and all sorts of confetti all over the studio. This is a sort of uh, several days later, uh, I guess we, should, we can say celebration. Uh, thanks to the, for my coworkers and everybody here at Missoula Broadcasting Company for uh, the, the acknowledgement. Uh, we got back from the EB Craney Awards over the weekend and uh, honored to be be the recipient of the Montana uh, Sports Broadcaster of the Year Award for the second year in a row. So uh, congratulations to my fellow finalist, Paul Panesco. Uh, he's the voice of the Butte High Bulldogs. And uh, that's why you see the balloons, the glitter, and all of that. We were not on yesterday because if you haven't been paying attention, the rain of the century. Is that even an exaggeration? I don't really know if it is. We've had one of the rainiest spring into early summers that I can ever remember in the state of Montana. Earlier this month, Butte got record-setting rainfall more than an inch in one 12-hour span, which is the first time that's ever happened in Montana during these spring and summer months. And it, it was all fun and games and, you know, water cooler talk to talk about with your coworkers and passersby and other people in the town and, and state and communities and all that. And uh, not so funny anymore. 
catastrophe. Uh, it's truly a natural disaster that's going on in the Yellowstone National Park area. You, you got to say your heart goes out to the, the city of Gardner from a massive fire that really impacted a lot of the oldest and, and most revered businesses in that town to then a global pandemic that really limited, if not completely shut off, traffic to Glacier National Park, which Gardner is there right at the gates of Glacier National Park. So their local economy really thrives on that, uh, you know, the tourism element of people visiting the park. And now the Yellowstone River running at a, a, about twice, if not more, about 2.5 times uh, cubic feet per whatever the the volume measurement is, it's running 2.5 times faster than it's ever ran before. And we're seeing destruction of highways and a couple bridges and even houses just completely getting torn off their foundation and floating down the river. Truly, truly videos that I've I've never seen anything like it ever. And uh, truly tragic and truly uh, a bummer. But that's all to say, I drove up and down the Big Sky Canyon, the EB Cranny Awards this weekend. They were in Big Sky, Montana. So I drove right along the Gallatin River and uh, just rolling. So, so high, so fast, so just ripping. And uh, I hear that highway is closed now, but you know, House Rock, the famous rock there in the middle of the Gallatin on the way to Big Sky, almost completely submerged. So it's crazy. That's all to say it's been raining all over the state. We need it for sure. I don't know if we need it at this catastrophic of a level, but the Missoula Palettes got rained out on Saturday and Sunday. So they had a doubleheader yesterday that got started in the afternoon. So we are the official affiliates of the Paddleheads. So we uh, we preempted this show and uh, basically turned into a three-day weekend for me. So um, appreciate you being here today. We're back at it. This is basically going to be a Monday show here on a Tuesday. Nuan is now, by the way, ESPN Radio, Northwest Motorsport Studio, Northwest Motorsport, new to Missoula, new to Montana. You can find them here on the corner of Stevens and Mount in the city of Missoula. Ton to get to today. The NCAA Outdoor National Championships wrapped up over the weekend. Three, count them, three Montana State men earned All-American honors on Friday night in Eugene, Oregon at the NCAA Outdoors. And then Lucy Corbett made it four Bobcat All-Americans, four athletes with Montana ties as All-Americans. Stanford's Christina Aragon finished second in the women's 1,500 meters to earn All-American honors as well. So that means you had Duncan Hamilton, who we'll hear from in just a minute, second place overall in the men's 3,000-meter steeplechase, a first-team All-American. Levi Taylor, Montana State of Laurel, Montana, ninth in the steeplechase, a second-team All-American. Lucy Corbett, a graduate of Bozeman High School, 15th place in the high jump, a second-team All-American nod. And Drake Schneider of Eau Claire, Wisconsin, sixth overall in the men's 400-meter hurdles, the first Montana State men's sprinter to ever earn first-team All-American honors, and he does it with great zest. So we will hear later on in this show from Duncan Hamilton, from Montana State head coach Lyle Weiss, and from Drake Schneider. We're also going to get things kicked off with that track stuff, and then we're going to dive into this week's edition of the Montana Football Hour. We have some fun topics to get to today. The East-West Shrine Game takes place in Great Falls, Montana, on Saturday evening, 7 p.m. from Memorial Stadium. Later on this week, the head coaches of both the East and the West squads will join us, Mark Sampson, in his 38th and final year as a high school-slash-college football coach here in the state of Montana. He'll coach one last time, leading the East squad, and then a great friend of this show and a guy who joins us quite often throughout the fall, especially because Hamilton High School has had so much success these last couple years. A Dillon native, a former Grizz wide receiver, and now one of the bona fide head coaches in the football world in Montana, Bryce Carver, will also join us later on this week, the head coach of the Hamilton Bronx. We have a, full, a, a bunch of fun guests coming up for you later on this week. Tyson Rostad of the Hamilton Bronx will also join us a little later on this week. Caden Bateman, a Missoula Big Sky grad, is head of the Montana Grizzlies for hoops. He'll join us later on this week as well. But in the Montana Football Hour, we're going to get stuff kicked off with a, a few fun conversations. We're going to talk a lot of East-West Shrine game, and then we're also going to talk about the top visiting players we have seen 
in the two Montana venues, the two Division One venues, Washington Grizzly Stadium and Bobcat Stadium. Who are the best visitors we've seen in those uh, stadiums over the last 15, 16 years covering Big Sky Conference athletics? Part of our Shrine Game coverage is going to include an interview I recorded last week. The West Squad, which is led by Bryce Carver, they are practicing this week in Butte before heading up to the Electric City for the game on Saturday. We're going to hear from a guy who was one of 32 seniors at Butte High last year and one of the guys that's going on to the Division I ranks, Dylan Snyder. He's a Butte High graduate, and he's headed to Montana State to play football, a wide receiver their future Bobcat who will play for the West squad, a stacked West squad. So we'll hear from him about 4.30. We're also going to give you a little analysis on some of these guys that are playing in the Shrine game that are committed to the Cats and the Grizz. So that'd be a fun conversation. And so don't get confused here, though. This is the Montana Football Hour, which is usually the first hour of each Monday show. This is the first hour of Tuesday's show because we did not have Nuanas now yesterday. But we're going to stick with the consistency, it's a Tagliari Tuesday, so we have $25 gift card to Tagliari, so we'll do that uh, as part of our recruiting analysis, about 445. We'll give that away. Top of the hour, the NBA Finals continues to rage on. We will talk about last night's game. Steph Curry, a transcendent performance in Game 4. Steph Curry, a lackluster performance last night. It didn't matter. Andrew Wiggins continues to to solidify himself as a legitimate top-tier NBA player. And the Golden State Warriors take a 3-2 lead over the Boston Celtics. So they're headed back to Beantown, an elimination game from the Boston Garden on Thursday night. So we'll talk about that. We'll also talk about what continues to evolve. Sometimes you get out in front of your skis, you think something's so interesting, then you learn all there is to know about it, or you think you do, and uh, it's not quite as interesting. Well, the Live Golf Tour is interesting, and it keeps getting more interesting. And I think that there's an opportunity here for golf to increase its popularity a tremendous amount, even if it, even if this splitting of talent, this brokering of talent, this bidding for talent is controversial. I still think that there's a lot of entertainment value here if somebody can just embrace it, accept it. And I'm not saying you got to embrace the unsavory parts of this Live Golf Tour uh, controversy, but... From a character-building standpoint, from a branding standpoint, there's a lot here. So we'll talk about that as well. And as we do each uh, fifth segment, each 530-ish block, we'll have our Treasure State Stars. Some of the top individual performances from across the state of Montana, but we are going to highlight those All-Americans from Montana State and uh, hear some more from Duncan Hamilton and Drake Schneider. So there you go. That's your... Show Outlook, presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any questions you might have in the real estate world, give Brent and his team a call anytime. If you want to listen to the show or stream the show electronically, digitally, on your mobile device, 1029ESPN.com will get you there. Click on Listen Live or download that ESPN Montana app. And, of course, if you want to be a part of the show, you want to win some Taglieri, you want to contribute to our conversation about the best opposing players, the best visiting players to Montana or Montana State, to Washington Grizzly or Bobcat Stadium, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. All guests will join us via the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. So call or text that number. Anytime to be a part of the conversation and stay tuned about 30 minutes from now, your opportunity to win some free sandwiches from Tagliari Deli. Nuan is now ESPN Radio. I also, it was fun because, first of all, it's never fun for us to have this show moved along, but of course we'll do it for our great friends down there at the Missoula Paddleheads. Indigenous Heritage Celebration coming up this weekend, by the way. Uh, One of the big events that happens down there at Ogren Park Allegiance Field. So stay tuned for some more preview of that, uh, all the things that are going to be going on down there. But we missed you yesterday for sure. But I was going to have to be scrambling in here anyways because uh, yesterday I played in the Skip Copravica Fundraiser Golf Tournament out at the Missoula Country Club, raising money for all the high schools for uh, the city of Missoula. It was great fun for uh, myself to be joined by Sean Rainey, who, by the way, cleaned up at the EB Cranny Awards, the television sportscaster of the year and also had a couple feature stories uh, win individual content awards 
And also was joined by Voice of the Grizz, Riley Corcoran, and then our other good friend, Kyle Sample, uh, another good friend of this show, sometimes our NBA uh, analyst, or I guess NBA uh, sounding board. And it was a fun day. None of us really played that well, but as a team, we sort of strategized our way to being in the mix. We ended up getting second as a team, so that was fun. Uh, Yours truly, I got closest to the pin on hole number seven, so that was fun too. And they got a little hole prize, even won a raffle. But that's all for a good cause. And I love giving back to high school sports and and helping them raise some money for their programs. It's uh, it's a great cause. And I think that any any and every sport, any and every activity that your kids could be involved in, um, it's going to benefit them later on down the road. So uh, thanks to John Haney, the head coach of Missoula Big Sky. Thanks to Rob Henthorne, the golf coach there at Hellgate, uh, for their... Uh, invitation and, and for letting us play and for hosting uh, a great event. The flood is just crazy. If you watch any of these videos, I just uh, I can't even get over it. So hopefully uh, everybody can find their way out. Um, but it was wild driving up to Big Sky and just seeing how high the river was and then driving back less than 24 hours later and seeing how much even higher it was <laughs> after that. Um, Mother Nature is, is one powerful beast. That's for sure. Also, on the way back, I was not only admiring the Gallatin River uh, driving down through the Big Sky Canyon, but also realized that uh, I left my award that I had won up at Big Sky. So that's about uh, as par for the course as you could get for me. Win a great award, celebrate with a lot of my favorite people, and uh, you know, be feeling pretty good about all the hard work we put in here at ESPN Montana. And then, uh, whoops. I actually forgot the evidence, so I just got to tell you a story about it instead. That's I think that's uh, Coulter Nuanas and Nuanas now in a nutshell. <laughs> but it, it was fun, and that's all to say that uh, we couldn't do it without you. And I, and I, you know, when you win an award at one of these events, it's fun. It's televised. There's all your broadcast colleagues there, but you get an opportunity to give a speech. And uh, so I just want to reemphasize what I said within my speech. I talked a little bit about. Uh, the education I had received at the University of Montana Journalism School and how important I thought that education was. I am a print journalist by trade, not a broadcast journalist by any means. I sort of learned this just through interest and repetition and uh, and opportunity as, as well. But I was thinking about how my education at the University of Montana really set the stage for my life. And of course, you know, the skill of writing is one that I've always really enjoyed or always had a passion for and certainly honed in during my time at Montana. That's an important one. More than anything, though, at Montana, they, they teach you how to have a thick skin. They teach you by making you do it. You, ha- you are basically a working journalist by the time you get into the journalism school, uh, especially on the print side. More than anything, they teach you about the importance of the truth. And I, I, I talked about, about that extensively in my speech, basically giving credit to all of the hard news reporters that were in the audience, that were in the, the, in the crowd, that were there to be honored. You know, the, the people that are covering our local elections, the people that are covering natural disasters like the one that's going on with the flooding and the rainfall. And uh, I, that, that was one of the most important things that I learned, and it's why I love to do what we do here. I feel so fortunate that I am not like most of the people that listen to this show in terms of my emotional attachment to the results of sports. That lets me present to you, hopefully in a by and large positive fashion, all of the wonderful things we have in this uh, state, especially when it comes to the truth that young people in this state are an important part of our culture, important part of our discourse, and an important part of our communities, and something that we're all very proud of, and something we can all share together, something that brings us all together. And uh, so that's what I wanted to, to pass along to all my colleagues is how much I appreciate their constant search and constant uh attempted at least affirmation of the truth. So um, always fun to get together with the journalism colleagues and uh, see all the great work that's going on in this state. It's not just work. It's not just the creative part. It's not just the content we produce. That's entertaining. That keeps you busy. That keeps you captivated. But there's a lot of real-life importance uh, when you live in a a democracy like we do that, uh, you know, the checks and balances that are provided by trusted and true journalism and the, the... quest for the truth is unbelievably important uh, in America. So uh, that's all to say we couldn't do any of this stuff without all you out there listening. And thank you so much for 
always tuning in and uh, following along here at Nuanas Now. Got some more Senior Spotlight interviews coming up later on this week. Told you Caden Bateman, Missoula Big Sky, headed to the Grizzlies for basketball. Tyson Rostad, Hamilton High School, headed to the Grizz for football. They'll join us later on this week. We'll also be live from Gray Wolf Peak Casino on Friday night up there on Evero Hill, so that should be fun. And then next weekend, the Montana Football Hall of Fame uh, ceremony and also accompanying golf tournament. So no show next Friday because I'll be in Billings uh, helping out with the fundraiser and then the fundraiser golf part, and then boom, we got our banquet on Saturday night there. So if you do want to make a last-minute trip over to the Magic City, join us, please. Uh, the Montana Football Hall of Fame induction class, our seventh induction class, Saturday night, Billings Convention Center. Uh, so if you'd like to join us, please do. Speaking of football, it's time now for the Montana Football Hour. You couldn't control, you were in an accident but if, if you've been injured because of someone else's negligent driving, you can control who to call for help. The advocates will take over the details of your case, so all you need to do is rest and get better. No matter what situation you are in, always remember you have an advocate. Before we talk football, let's talk a little bit about track and field. Duncan Hamilton, all I can say is wow, unbelievable. He leads almost the entire final for the men's 3,000-meter steeplechase. He ends up getting out-leaned at the very, very end. He ends up getting second place. He took second, just two-tenths of a second behind first, and just two one-hundredths of a second ahead of third. Duncan Hamilton's time of 18, or excuse me, eight minutes, 18 seconds, and some change. The third-fastest collegiate time run ever, ever, and he qualifies for the World Championships, which are in Eugene, Oregon, next month. The Montana State, now seven-time All-American, a junior from Bozeman High School, Duncan Hamilton, his reaction on earning All-American honors in Tracktown, USA over the weekend. It's kind of just a blur. I mean, I remember coming off the turn and thinking, I'm still in first, like, I can do this. <laughs> and just giving it everything I have, and, you know, I think maybe I lost a little bit of little bit of space on that last barrier but saw those guy go, guys go by me and gave it everything I could to stay with them thankfully ended up second um but just so happy yeah, <laughs> right now more from Duncan Hamilton a little little later on but how about Lyle Weiss before Duncan Hamilton Lyle Weiss is probably widely considered the greatest steeplechase runner in Montana State history and one of the great steeplechase runners in Big Sky Conference history now Lyle Weiss is the head coach for the Montana State Track and Field Program, and now he has two All-Americans in the same event, and neither one of them are seniors. Both of them, Duncan Hamilton from Bozeman and Levi Taylor from Laurel, are from Montana. Lyle Weiss's reaction after Duncan Hamilton's silver medal. Yeah, that was such an incredible performance by Duncan. Um, just, yeah, running 8-18 in the steeple, third fastest uh, collision ever. Um, just an outstanding time um, and just an incredible performance. He fought right to the end. He um, maybe he came up on a little awkward on that last hurdle and he lost a little bit of momentum, but then he fought right back and got all the way back up into second place. So that was that was uh, awesome to see, but just an incredible per performance. Lyle Weiss on Duncan Hamilton. This is the Montana Football Hour presented by the Advocates. You can chat online. 24 hours a day, seven days a week by visiting MontanaAdvocates.com. How about just a fun conversation? I was thinking about this. Uh, there's brewing and uh, more prevalent FCS conversation on Twitter lately, and uh, that's fun, always fun to see some of just the engagements and the broad questions that are asked on there, and uh, sometimes that sparks ideas for content on this show or, or, or we just straight up, you know, we steal the ideas. <laughs> but I was thinking uh, the FCS Nation Radio, which is a syndicated radio show that goes around the country, they asked, who's the best FCS running back you've ever seen in person? And that just got me thinking about some of the best players I've ever seen in person at the, that play at the two Montana schools. Visiting teams in Washington Grizzly Stadium who are some of the best players and or individual performances I've seen. So I, I asked the guys I golfed with yesterday about it, and they had a couple good additions. But we also had, I had five guys written down, and they named all five of those guys. So there's really only one or two that actually got added to this list. 
We'll start with the Grizz because we're coming to you here from Missoula. And just off the top of my head, some of the best players I've ever seen at Washington Grizzly Stadium. Charles Roberts, a running back for Sacramento State in the late 1990s, early 2000s. I actually think if you were to give away a most underrated player in the history of the Big Sky Award, it's Charles Roberts. His career rushing record is so far out there, I don't really know how anybody's ever even going to touch it. Like, he has twice as many yards as Isaiah Fonse does right now. Isaiah Fonse still has a year left at Montana State. He's going to be, barring a huge disaster, Montana State's all-time leading rusher. He's only 186 yards short of Ryan Johnson's career record. Charles Roberts has so many more yards than that. I mean, his, his rushing record is out of this world. He was tiny. He was so fast. And he was actually probably like the first unbelievable player I really truly remember making an impression on me. Like when you're a little kid, you just it's the Grizz versus everybody else. And you don't really know the details of the other teams really. Charles Roberts was one of the first guys I remember just turning my head. That it really uh that really I was like, wow, that guy's unbelievable. Another one from my earlier years, this is probably late high school, is the late Vincent Jackson, who unfortunately he passed away recently and a tortured soul to be sure he also went on to have tremendous success in the nfl but vincent jackson for northern colorado was unbelievable and and when he played here northern colorado's i believe it was like their second to last division two year you're thinking two things you're thinking one how did that guy go d2 (laughs) and you're thinking two Oh, Northern Colorado's set up. If they can get that kind of talent at the Division II level, they're going to be good to go at the Division I level. And Northern Colorado actually has had good talent since during the Big Sky, especially individual guys. It's just been really, really hard for them to, to put it all together and have any semblance of a winning culture. But those are two early guys. Other guys I listed, Cooper Cup, of course. I think Cooper Cup is on every single visiting <laughs> Big Sky Conference team list. He probably had one of the best performances every fan base in the league has seen. Because not only was he just out of this world spectacular, he's also so consistent. Like, he, he was a can't-miss. Vernon Adams of Eastern Washington, another one, which I know that a lot of people around Missoula particularly uh, don't really like big play VA because of his brash nature and uh, his confidence, shall we say, but also because he was just a really dang good quarterback. He diced it up. Vernon Adams is actually probably the answer for both Montana and Montana State other than Cooper Cup best visiting players I've seen over my 15 years covering this league. One that Sean Rainey brought up that uh, he contributed to this conversation was Lorenzo Jerome, who was a safety for St. Francis. I believe that was the first game of Bob Stitt's first season. And St. Francis was a, a, uh, I believe, Patriot League team, so not fully funded FCS. But uh, Lorenzo Jerome was a, a really good player, and, and he ended up making it and had a cup of coffee in the NFL. So that was a good addition. The Grizz ran rough shot over Eastern in the, the uh, quarterfinals of the playoffs a year. Or I guess it was the second round of the SCS playoffs a year ago. But hard to leave Eric Berrier and Tololo Limbu Jones off the list. I know the Grizz uh, ran away with that contest under the lights at Washington Grizzly Stadium, but those guys both play with a ton of heart and uh, unbelievable statistics, and they're just Really great players in the big sky in general. And the last guy I had on here was Brayden Conkle of Montana State. He sort of made his name for the first time, the Belgrade product did, as a freshman in 2016, sort of playing, uh, sort of shadowing Jerry Louie McGee, and he also had a couple tone-setting hits. And they did it again in 2018 uh, in the uh, Cat Grizz game here in Missoula that Montana State came all the way back from a 22-0 to deficit and won. So uh, Conkle, probably one of the, the best Bobcat performances at Washington Grizz that I've seen. You want us now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Want a little bit more room to breathe with some of these Bobcat choices. So we'll talk top players we've seen at Bobcat Stadium, plus a future Bobcat, Dylan Snyder, a Butte product who is headed to Montana State and is in the East-West Shrine game this week. He'll join us, and we'll also talk our way around the Shrine game as well. The Montana Football Hour, presented by the Advocates, rolls on. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better, 
To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The Athlon Sports Preseason Polls and All-American teams were released in recent weeks. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. Athlon Sports, an extension of stats, FCS, and essentially the preseason rankings of national FCS writer Craig Haley, placed three Big Sky Conference teams in the top 10 and five in the top 15. Haley ranked Montana number three and Montana State number four behind North Dakota State and South Dakota State. Haley pinned two-time defending Big Sky champion Sacramento State at number six while slotting Weber State number 13 and Eastern Washington 15th. An FCS high three Grizzlies landed on Haley's Athlon preseason All-American team. Grizz senior linebacker Patrick O'Connell who rolled up 14 sacks and, and 20 and a half tackles for loss among his 105 stops last year along with fellow Buck Buchanan Award finalist Justin Ford who led Division I college football with nine interceptions highlighted the list. Kick returner Malik Flowers who enters his senior season with five kickoff returns for touchdowns also made the squad. Montana State running back Isaiah Fonse who enters his senior season needing 186 yards to become Montana State's all-time leading rusher is the lone Bobcat on the list. And finally, Grizz football signee Nick Genitone has been named the Omaha World Herald Newspaper's Nebraska Boys Athlete of the Year. Genitone repeated as state wrestling champion as a junior and senior while also running 10.5 seconds his senior year in the 100 meters. The two-time All-State football player is slated to play linebacker for the Grizzlies. Welcome back, Nuanas Now. ESPN Radio, Coulter Nuanas. As of Saturday now, two-time defending Montana Sportscaster of the Year. Thanks to the Montana Broadcasters Association for hosting a great event and uh, always fun taking home a craney. It's funny because all the people I work with here at Missoula Broadcasting Company, they, uh, they're they so great about pouring adoration onto us and uh, acknowledging the, the work and, and making us feel good and, and appreciated and all that stuff, which is awesome. It's awesome for a place to, to work at. But I'm always trying to push it forward and, and say that this is the standard. We should we should have this as an established goal, and if we do not meet said goal, then uh, we should readjust and pursue said goal one more time. You know, If we're going to sit up here and commentate and analyze and scrutinize athletes, coaches, the wide world of sports in the state of Montana, we should abide by our own standards, right? Like, if we're going to hold the Cats and the Grizz to Big Sky Conference championship uh, standards and want to consider them of conference caliber, conference champion caliber pedigree, we got to try to be the same. So that's what I'm always trying to push forward. That's all to say that a little Bob Seeger for you here on your Tuesday because that always reminds me of my parents. And uh, my parents had such a huge influence in my life and, and in my brother's life and the sacrifices they made to to help us earn college degrees and pursue our dreams. We couldn't have done it without you. So uh, all the hard work, all the uh, awards, all that stuff, that's all for uh, the, the memory of my father and uh, as a great thanks and hopefully great pride to my mother as well. So I uh, appreciate you, Mom and Dad. Definitely uh, couldn't have been here without you. Nuana's now Montana Football Hour. I usually do this the first hour of each Monday show. But uh, no show yesterday because we had some makeup games for the Missoula Paddleheads. Paddleheads have a homestand rolling right now, which culminates on Thursday. Also, the Indigenous Heritage Celebration down there at Ogren Park Allegiance Field begins on Thursday. So a game against the Great Falls Voyagers on Thursday night, and then a bunch of fun activities Friday and Saturday down there at the park. So we'll get you all up to date with that. The Montana Football Hour is presented by the Advocates. No out-of-pocket expense until a settlement is recovered for you. No need to stress. The Advocates will answer your questions and guide you through every step of your case. Call 406-640-4444 today or chat online 24-7 at montanaadvocates.com. We were rolling through our best visiting players at Washington Grizzly Stadium, and uh, it was as follows. Charles Roberts of Sac State, Vincent Jackson of Northern Colorado, Cooper Cup and Vernon Adams of Eastern Washington, Lorenzo Jerome, that's a Sean Rainey edition, of St. Francis, Tololo Limu Jones, and Eric Berrier of Eastern Washington, and then Braden Conkle of Montana State. How about some of the best guys we've ever seen in Bobcat Stadium before we start talking some East-West Shrine game? Dylan Snyder, a Butte product who's headed to MSU to play football. He'll join us a little, uh, in just a little bit. 
But here's my best players I've seen at uh, Bobcat Stadium in no particular order. Miguel Masonette, he was a record-setting running back for Stony Brook when they came to Montana State, one of the best playoff games I've ever covered. The second round of the 2012 playoffs, the Bobcats had earned a bye that year. Stony Brook had earned a first-round win. Masonette was the leading rusher in college football, and he came into Bobcat Stadium, and he's on my list because you could see how talented he was. He was also so uh, widely regarded and talked about. And the Cats held him to 84 yards. It took about 25 carries to get there. So it was a really good uh, per-yard average. But you could just see how explosive he might be uh, if he ever did get loose. The other sweet running back I saw was during that exact same playoff run. I actually had seen him the year before against both the Bobcats and the Grizzlies as Sam Houston State beat both teams on their way to a 2011 National Championship game appearance. But it's Tim Flanders, the running back for Sam Houston State, I mean, it's it's hyperbole to compare anybody to Barry Sanders because Barry Sanders is, at the same time, the most unorthodox and elusive running back in the history of football. But Tim Flanders was like an FCS version of Barry Sanders. He had that low center of gravity. He was super small, super explosive. He could just dead leg you with his ability to just, like, squat in mid-run and then explode out of it. Uh, he was unbelievable. I was actually a little surprised he didn't get a little bit more of a shot at the next level. But when you're that small, you have to be – Truly like Tyreek Hill fast to be able to make it in the league, and so he was just not quite there yet. But he's a guy that, that diced up both the Cats and the Grizz during his career at Sam Houston State. Christian Roseboom, he was an inside linebacker at South Dakota State. He was the first dude that South Dakota State has had during this last you know five, six years of amazing uh, players and, and appear, playoff appearances and, and finishes and all that. He started at SDSU at, as, as a true freshman, and SDSU has had a lot of crossover with both the Grizz and the Cats, particularly the Cats. But I remember watching him as a freshman, and I remember watching him again as a junior. And, man, fearless, hard hitter, ran sideline to sideline. But he was the, one of the first guys that I was like, man, South Dakota State, they're on their way. They have upped their recruiting. Like, this dude is an FBS-caliber player. Like th- What I thought when I first saw him was that's the type of dude that North Dakota State usually gets, and now South Dakota State's getting them. So you see how far facility upgrades and, and momentum in your program uh, can get you. Also, George Obina from Sacramento State, the hulking, and I mean hulking, defensive end, he was unbelievable, as was Kevin Thompson, their quarterback that year. Uh, 2019, Sac State won the, their first of two straight Big Sky titles, and those guys were the catalysts. They destroyed that Montana State team. They just took them apart, completely surgically dismantled them with their offense, uh, that home, I believe it was a homecoming Saturday in October of 2019. And uh, that derailed the Bobcats' Big Sky title hopes. They ended up making it to the semifinals of the playoffs that year, MSU did. But Sac State, they were the better team on that day, and those guys were two of the better guys I've ever seen at Bobcat Stadium. And then my last couple, I mentioned Cooper Cup, Vernon Adams. They have crossover in both Wash Grizz as well as Bobcat Stadium. But my last two are Zach Zinner. Uh, his performance in the 2014 playoffs in Bozeman was otherworldly. He had over 250 yards rushing. He also had almost 100 yards receiving. He scored five touchdowns. And on a snowy, blizzardy Saturday, somehow, someway, there was an unbelievable shootout. And Montana State lost 47-40. to And Zach Zinner went on to play in the NFL. And he actually might even still be in the NFL. But one of the great FCS running backs of all time. And a guy that just destroyed Montana State. And then my last visiting player, I had Braden Conkle on my... Washington Grizzlies playing for the Cats. I got Brock Coyle, a Bozeman native, playing for the Grizz. I thought his 2000 and was it 2014? I'm trying to think of the years in where, where the games are. No, it's his 2013 game because it was a game in Bozeman. It was Brock Coyle's senior year, and in my opinion, his game against the Cats should have won him Big Sky Conference MVP. The, the Grizz went into Bozeman, posted a 28-14 win. That sort of ended this era at Montana State. They were sitting there as the three-time defending Big Sky champions, but that was their third straight loss to end 2013, and they missed the playoffs for the first time in this decade. And Brock Coyle, who's a Bozeman product, he had a monster game. He had double-digit tackles. He had a sack. He had a handful of tackles for loss, and he had the pivotal forced fumble into a fumble recovery that really helped swing the momentum. And uh, an all-time great Grizz linebacker, showing out in his final regular season home game of his college career in his hometown against his rival. One of the great moments in the modern era uh, of Cat Grizz history. The Montana Football Hour, 
presented by the Advocates. You can call anytime or chat online anytime. You can call 406-640-4444 today or chat online 24-7 at MontanaAdvocates.com. The Montana Football Hour, proudly presented by the Advocates. Here's what we're going to do. We're taking one more break for this Montana Football Hour, and then we'll talk some Shrine game. We'll hear from Dylan Snyder, a Butte product who's headed to Montana State to play football, and we'll give you some free Tag Larry Deli. Tag Tuesday, Montana Football Hour, Shrine Game. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Well, happy now for the continuation. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Radio. Who are the best visiting players you can remember visiting Missoula or Bozeman, Washington Grizzly Stadium or Bobcat Stadium? Text us. Let us know. 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. I had one loyal listener text in, Danny Woodhead from Shadron State, who diced the Bobcats in 2006. That was a crazy non-conference for MSU. They had... uh, a win over Colorado when Dan Hawkins was leading the Buffs, and then two straight losses to Division II teams, or I guess one an NAIA team in Shadron State and one a Division II team in UC Davis. <laughs> Ended up going on and making the playoffs that year. Mike Kramer's last year at the helm. Kramer's now a uh, an analyst for us here in Big Sky Conference football during the uh, the fall and winter. But that was a crazy year. So Danny Wood had a good one, a good addition for sure. I also got one, Fred Hawkins, a... Uh, receiver at Nevada Reno. So that's back in the early 90s, at least, I assume. I had never actually heard of Hawkins, but it's another loyal listener that texted into my personal number. So keep them coming. Triple eight one zero two nine. Who are the best players you've ever seen at Washington Grizzly Stadium or Bobcat Stadium? Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, the Montana Football Hour, presented by the Advocates. If your life was turned upside down because of an accident that wasn't your fault, the Advocates can help you. There's no fee until the Advocates recover a settlement for you so you have nothing to lose, call 406-640-4444 to talk to your advocate today. The East-West Shrine Game, Saturday evening, Great Falls. I just made the decision today. Just got myself a little Airbnb. I'm heading up to the Electric City. Going to go watch the East-West Shrine Game. It's usually in July, and I usually have scheduling conflicts. I don't this year, so I haven't been to the Shrine Game in a couple years. So I'm going to go up and check it out. Should be a fun time. Uh, Mark Sampson, long-time football coach here in the state of Montana. He's leading the East squad as the head coach. Bryce Carver, friend of this show, up-and-coming coach in the uh, coaching world in Montana high school football and the head coach of the uh, 2021 Class A state champion Hamilton Bronx. He's the head coach of the West. Both of those guys will join us tomorrow during the 5 o'clock hour for our ESPN roundtable. Last week I caught up with a future Montana State Bobcat a Butte, Montana native, and a guy who's playing on the Shrine game. Here's Dylan Snyder. Well, happy now for the continuation of our recruiting coverage. We're making the rounds and catching up with all of the in-state products from around the state of Montana that are going to the Division One level to play college football. And this week, a whole bunch of them have their last week's playing as high school football players. The East-West Shrine game will take place in Great Falls. The team from the West is practicing in Butte. And we're joined now by a Mining City native, a kid from Butte, Montana, Dylan Snyder. He's headed to Montana State to play football. Dylan, thanks so much for joining us, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. It's a nice warm day in Butte, so I'm doing real good. Well, good, man. Well, I know we're recording this on a Friday, but people are going to be listening to this uh, during the week of the Shrine game. So uh, let's start there. What do, you, what do you think of just having one last opportunity to kind of compete with uh, at the high school level with some of your 
former teammates, future teammates, future rivals. There's all sorts of fun storylines that come out of the Shrine game. So what did you think of being selected for the game, and what do you think of this opportunity? Uh, I think it's awesome because I've just heard from players in the past, this is like one of the funnest games you'll ever play, and you meet so many new people, and of course you're playing with the people on the other side of the state that in the shitty maroon color, but uh, it's going to be fun for sure with meeting all new people and then practicing at Naranchi, and it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm super excited to get started in that. Well, how about that element? Just the fact that you do get a couple more practices at Naranchi Stadium. I mean, it's one of the great stadiums in high school football in Montana, so uh, probably pretty cool for you Butte guys to get one last run on your home field. Yeah. My last game on Naranchi, I'm like, man, I wish I could play here again, and I ended up coming true. So I'm really excited about that. Well, your senior class was huge, yeah, just in, in the pure numbers, but also very talented. How many guys yeah. from Butte High are going to be playing in this Shrine game? It's me and Cole Stewart are playing in the Shrine game. Then we had an alternate, Casey Kautzman, which is going to MSU as well. He was the alternate. And then our center, Ryan Mulcahy, he was also an alternate. And then Ethan Lacklow, which is from Central, he's also an alternate. But it was me and Cole Stewart in the game. Well, very cool. And uh, I'll... A great experience no matter what for your senior year, but it must have been really cool going through it with so many guys. So, I mean, first of all, how are you guys able to all make it to the end? Because so often you see so many guys come out for freshman football and then about a third of that many guys get get to their senior years. But you guys had 30-plus guys as seniors there at Butte High this year. So how are, you, how are you guys able to navigate it all and have so many guys get to the end? Well, starting little guy football, I feel like our classes just fell in love with the game, and I like in middle school, we all started becoming one team, and we all started like really enjoying football. And in uh, some freshman year, we were all on the same team, and we just kind of got to the grind and stuck with it. And we we just got everybody to stay and keep playing. And then pretty soon, senior year, we had everybody playing again. We actually had a kid that quit come back for his senior year. Well, that's awesome. Well, he obviously wanted to come back. That's very cool. Dylan Snyder, a Butte High Bulldog and on his way to Montana State, joining us here on Nuanas Now. It's ESPN Radio. Our continued coverage of guys from around the state of Montana that are going to the Division I ranks for college football. Also, a little bit of a prep extra here because it is the East-West Shrine game this weekend in Great Falls, Montana. And a variety of the best players from around the state will be playing up there uh, in the Electric City what did you think of just the program that you came through? Because Ari Gray's done a great job of getting guys ready for the college level. Butte High has always had a, a couple guys each year that have gone on to play in college, whether it's at the big schools of Montana, Montana State, or a bunch of guys that go and play in the Frontier. So what do you think that just uh, playing for Coach Gray and that program taught you and, and helped you get to the, the opportunity to get a Division One offer? Well, Coach Gray, he really cares about his team and all the people that are around them and I feel like that's what draws everybody in and that's what makes everybody want to play like he's just an awesome guy to be around and play for and you have the best fans in the world and the best stadium and the best colors it's just it's an awesome program to come from and I wouldn't want wouldn't want to go anywhere else so and tell people about the injury that you suffered because I was reading a little bit about this. My brother, who played college football as well, but he suffered a similar injury in basketball, snapping the, the yeah. bottom part of your leg, and you get the growth plate damage, and you're, you're flirting with compartment syndrome. And it's, I mean, not only is it so unbelievably painful, but it's so dangerous too. So I just take people through that scenario, not to relive bad memories, but it seemed like that was sort of a turning point in your athletic career. Yeah, well, it was freshman year. I was in basketball tournament, and I uh, broke my leg, and worst pain I ever felt but I actually went to the emergency room in Dillon and they're like yeah your leg's super broken and you're gonna have to have a few surgeries I'm like uh oh I don't think I don't think I'm ever gonna play sports again this is terrible and then uh, I kind of started coming back and after a month or two it's misery and kind of it's what set the fire in me to like become the person I am today is just to come back from that injury and go to play college football I mean you can do anything you set your mind to and that's what I did absolutely sometimes the biggest adversities are the things that launch us forward for sure Uh, how long did it take you to get fully back to full strength from that because that sort of stuff can linger for a while well it was about 
a year later, we were starting track again. I still, it was still kind of bothering me. And of course, COVID hit, so I couldn't do the track season. So that put me back. And I missed the entire next year of uh, sports. And then, of course, I tried to come back from track and then COVID hit. And then that next year is when I actually came back. So it was about a year and a half before I played sports again. Man, well, good for you for sticking uh-huh. with it and coming all the way back. Dylan yeah. Snyder joining us here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television around the great state of Montana. He is a Butte High product headed to Montana State. And uh, Dylan, Butte's been so interesting because for so much of the early part of the Big Sky Conference era in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, Butte was such a bobcat town. And then in the 90s and 2000s, because of guys like Todd Erickson and Colt Anderson, all of a sudden it becomes a Grizz town. And it's been going kind of back and forth, but now you got this stud at Montana State and Tommy Malott, who's kind of swinging the mining city. But you yourself, did you have a, a rooting interest growing up? Yeah, I grew up a huge Grizz fan, and uh, my whole family is Grizz fans. And I just, it was just a cool, I always loved going to their games. Their stadium was so cool. And I was really, I hoped to play there and whatever. And, uh, thought they were going to offer me, but they ended up not offering me. Then the Bobcats offered me. I took that offer right up. So it's all for the fun of it, really. Now I can go over there and beat them. It's, but, yeah, I grew up a huge Grizz fan, and it was kind of a weird change at first, but I'm used to it now. For sure. It, it is so funny because guys that grow up in the state of Montana, they, they sometimes do have allegiances on one side or the other, but then all of a sudden you grow up and you realize that the, the two programs are both so great. What about Montana State, though, did you like? I mean, first of all, just take us through sort of your recruiting journey. When did they first land on your radar? Probably a little later just because of that injury, right? So when did Montana State first start recruiting you? How did it all play out? Well, it was the summer before my senior year. I I went to a lot of football games because I really wanted to play college football. I started at the Grizz 7-on-7 seven seven is when I really had a good day and all the like, uh, Carroll and the Grizz both. Um, hit me up after that day and said, we'll be watching you and stuff like that. And it was a, it was an MSU team camp for, uh, we all went as a team over there and I had a really good camp over there. And then they had asked me for my, like my number and my social media information. And that's when it kind of all started. And then I kind of didn't talk to him my entire football season. And I remember uh, coach Daly came to one of my games and, he hit, me, he hit me up after he's like, Dylan, we'd like to get you down for a game day visit. And I'm like, oh, that would be awesome. And, of course, we had to go buy Bobcat gear to go down there. And, uh, and we, he went to the game, and then they started talking to me a lot more, and then they ended up offering me, which was awesome. I took that right up. Well, just as far as um, opportunity of position, are they thinking of you on offense? Are they thinking of you playing wide receiver? Uh, yeah, that's what they have me at right now. I love receivers, so I'm really excited. Receiver's such an interesting spot, too, because, you know, you can get so much work done individually as well as a team. Like, it's it's hard to practice as a lineman. You can do your footwork drills and stuff, but you kind of got to hit people. Where a receiver, you can run some routes, you can do all your workouts, get faster, speed workout, all that stuff. So what sort of stuff do you have planned uh, this summer as you sort of make the transition into college? Well, I have the Shrine Game, of course, and then uh, I've been uh, doing a lot of cardio and conditioning because i got to be ready for when I go to MSU for all that because I heard it's terrible, and it's a good terrible in a way. But uh, I've been lifting and getting good cardio, and I've been going to do a lot of footwork for my receiver routes and stuff like that. So I'm doing a lot. Well, very cool, and uh, maybe there's a future in which you're catching passes from a former Butte High guy. So what have you thought of just the rise of Tommy Malott? I'm sure you're at least old enough to remember when he was still in high school. So what have you thought of his ascension to become this this star that's uh, sort of taken the, the state and the Big Sky Conference by storm? When you're around him in high school, I always knew he, he had it in him to be one of the best football players in Montana. And he's just – he has – the most insane football IQ I've ever seen. You just always know wherever he's at. And he's always knows where to throw the ball at the right time. And when he went to MSU, I knew he was going to be a star there because he just, I you just see it in him. It, it was crazy. For sure. Well, you mentioned Coach Gray, but it's also worth mentioning that uh, not only was he, is he a great high school coach, but he was also a standout receiver 
for Montana State back in the late 1990s. So uh, what does he think of, of you going to the Cats? He's probably pretty excited to have one of his guys going to play the position he played at Montana State. He didn't say much, but I could tell he was super excited I was going to Montana State. When I was on my uh, my visit, I sent him a picture. I'm like, I don't feel right in these colors, and he, he got a kick out of that. But uh, I feel like he's super excited that I'm going there and happy for me. Dylan Snyder joining us, Butte High product, going to the Montana State Bobcats to play football. And last couple things for you, Dylan. First of all, what do you think of just Montana State as a school? I mean, do you have any idea, any idea what you want to study? And what, what do you think of just the campus overall? Oh, I think it's awesome. I love all the new buildings and how futuristic it is. And uh, I love how much opportunity it has there. And uh, when I went there on my official for, like, the three-day visit, I we got to tour everything. I'm like, wow, this place is awesome. And I was super excited to go there. And, of course, back to the football built, like the new uh, football buildings and stuff like that. I just, I fell in love right when I went there. And it, MSU is definitely different. For sure, man. Well, it's an op- awesome opportunity for you, your family, all that. Should be fun this next week for you in the Shrine game and all that sort of stuff. So uh, last thing for you, then, what are your hopes and plans here this next couple weeks? Obviously, enjoy the Shrine game, compete one last time with some of your former teammates, and uh, then head on off to college. But what do you think about this opportunity you got in front of you, both from the Shrine game and the Montana State perspective? And, and what's next for Dylan Snyder between now and when you've officially hit the ground running at fall camp with the Bobcats? Well, I got the trying game, of course, and then uh, I'm going to try and enjoy myself. And uh, I started uh, studying the new formations and the new plays and definitely got a lot to learn and do and got to have some time to relax as well before I go down. And I just got to enjoy it while it lasts, I guess. Enjoy while it lasts. Absolutely true. Congratulations, man. It's awesome for you. Awesome for everybody involved. And uh, enjoy the Shrine game next week. Dylan Snyder, Butte High product. Played for the West team in the East-West Shrine game and then headed to Montana State. Thanks for being here, man. This was fun. Thank you. Appreciate it. Montana Football Hour rolls on. Thanks to Dylan Schneider for joining us. We recorded that last week. And East-West Shrine game, Great Falls, Montana, 7 p.m. Memorial Stadium. Montana Football Hours presented by The Advocates. You can call 406-640-4444 today or chat online 24-7 at MontanaAdvocates.com. Snyder is one of two future Bobcats playing for the West team. Tommy Nielsen from Missoula Hellgate, who joined us here on Nuanas Now last Friday. He is also on the West squad for the Cats, uh, or I guess as a future Cat. Taco and Caden Dowler of Billings West, Ryan Cray of Great Falls High, and Ryland Schlepp of Bozeman Gallatin are all on the East squad and our future Bobcats. The only future Grizz on the East squad is Bo Dantic of Laurel. But the West squad has all sorts of future Grizz. Caden Hewitt, the quarterback out of Helena High. Tyson Rostad, the quarterback out of Hamilton High School. Those are the, those are the two quarterbacks on the West squad. So we'll have two future Grizz, man in the West under center there at the East-West Shrine game. Chase McGurin, who's a wide receiver from Helena High. Ian Finch, a wide receiver from Missoula Hellgate, who joined us last Thursday for an uh, interview. Drew Klumpf of Missoula Sentinel, uh, who's an athlete. I don't know what he's going to play at Montana. Probably, I'd say, in the, the defensive secondary, but a state champion hurdler, a guy who can really run. Marcus Evans, a linebacker out of Helena. Branson Hendrickson, who's a uh, defensive lineman out of Polson. And Patrick Rohrbach, a kicker and punter out of Glacier. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight future Grizz uh, on the West squad alone. So uh, your total tail of the tape, nine future Grizzlies all told and uh, six future Bobcats among the 80-plus participants in this weekend's uh, East-West Shrine Game. So there you go, more Shrine Game coverage throughout the rest of the week. Mark Sampson, the head coach of the East. Bryce Carver, the head coach of the West. They'll join us on Wednesday for our ESPN Roundtable. Tyson Rostad will join us on Friday as well, so stay tuned uh, for all of that. That wraps up the Montana Football Hour presented by The Advocates. If your life was turned upside down because of an accident that wasn't your fault, The Advocates can help you. There's no fee until The Advocates recover a settlement for you, so you have nothing to lose. Call 406-640-4444 to talk to your advocate today. Hour one in the books. Hour two coming at you, but one more thing before we wrap it. Call us right now. Upcoming, we have NBA 
and Live Tour Talk, plus our Charter State Stars. But we got to wrap hour number one here on your Tuesday with some Tagliari Tuesday. Call our number 4, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Call us right now. Call our number 4. We have a $25 gift card to Tagliari Delicatessen. I had a Beach Boy earlier. Delicious. It's a great place to stop in. Great wine selection, great old Italian goods, meats and cheeses, but you're going to go and keep coming back for the sandwiches. 406-888-1029. Tagliari Tuesday, every Tuesday here on Nuanas Now. Call our number 4-888-1029. Hour number two, Nuanas Now coming at you. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. The advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear... How about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or, of course, you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.